Uh, we talk a lot about mental health, and there's a couple interesting stories. One was earlier in this week uh, in CT Insider by Chris Villalonga Vivoni about a mental health program could become a national model for behavior health with our kids. And then just today, Alex Putterman, our good friend Alex, talks about as a piece in CT Insider called Stuck in the Emergency Room. Hundreds of Connecticut kids can't get mental health services they need. And so you got one's sort of a positive story, one's kind of, uh, you know, a, a troubling story. And we want to talk about the former first, and we can get into the to the latter as well with Dr. Robert Morrill, uh, President and CEO of the Connecticut Council of Family Service Agencies here on Bryan & Company. Good morning. How are you? Thank you. It's great to be here. So first of all, before we get into the, you know, some of the nuances here, screening Connecticut youth. Uh, tell us what it is and how it works. So Screen Connecticut Youth is uh, a program that is a, a prevention program that provides mental health screening and trauma screening for uh, all kids. But we particularly uh, reach out to uh, children who are in uh, environments where there may be more uh, exposure to various types of crime and other traumas. And we do uh, screenings with them. And then um, if they place at risk, we serve as kind of the bridge or the conduit to getting them the care that they need. And is it, what's the cost? Uh, the cost is free for the screening and for the, uh, uh, the referral uh, to, to care. Okay. It's, being, it's being funded by uh, federal dollars through uh, congressionally directed spending dollars, as well as through uh, CHIFA, the Connected Health and Educational Facilities Authority, and um, and other grants as well. And so you're not you're not a gov- you're a private non- nonprofit. You're not directly affiliated with a government program or anything, correct? That is correct. Okay, and so and this has gone on for how long? Uh, we've been the program has been in existence for a little over a year now, about thirteen months. And so you've in, in this like to me, there's like a couple ways to look at it. You've done close to two, probably by now, you've done like two hundred and fifty screenings. But we have a you know not a huge state relative to other states, but it's a it's a state. How do you, is it possible to scale this up? Are they will there be a day where they screen everybody? I mean, you know, because when I think about all the kids that are out there, that's a small number, right? That's right. So uh, we are scaling it up. Uh, you know, th- this has been a pilot project for the last year, and uh, we are growing. And uh, and so the the idea is to first uh, address the the kids who are are known to have um, uh, you know more challenges environmentally, um, difficulty uh, getting into care, um, accessing care in in their particular communities. Uh, but as I said before, it's really available to, to all children of the state. So it's our hope that um, that we can continue to grow the program and uh, and 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 expand it. What really separates this program from from other screening programs is the connection to to the care that the kids need. Right. Uh, it's it's one thing to screen the kids and find out that they have a mental health issue like anxiety or depression, or they've been exposed to, to trauma and it's impacting their behavior. It's quite another thing to help those families get into timely care um, and quality care. Right. And and it, so that's, it, that's what we Yeah, and it obviously makes, you're like, duh. It's the same with like substance use disorder. Like, why don't you get somebody, you know, who, who just survived an overdose directly into care right from that hospital bed? I mean, it, it just, 
it makes total sense. And, you know, we're talking with Dr. Robert Murrow here on Brian and Company, the president and CEO of the Connecticut um, Council of Family Service Agencies. So my question is then, if someone's listening and has a child or a grandchild or a nephew, niece that they're concerned about, can they just contact this organization and get screened? That's exactly right, yes. So where can they go to get that, to, to look at, because I mean, just for resources, part of what we want to do here is to give people a resource and let them know how they could do that. Yeah, so uh, they can go to our website, um, which is uh, www.ctf, as in Frank, S as in Sam, A, ctfsa.org, or they can simply call our 1-800 number, which is 1-800-505-9000. Okay, so it's ctfsa.org is where they can go for that. Now, in general, you know, obviously we talked a ton during the pandemic about mental health for everybody and our, our kids. I mean, how, how big an issue in your view is it relative to, say, five years ago, ten years ago? Well, I, I, the rates of depression have nearly doubled uh, since the pandemic, um, which is a sad and unfortunate uh, phenomenon. Um, but across the spectrum, all forms of mental health have uh, increased significantly since the pandemic. Is that because we're looking for it more? I mean, are we screening more? There's more opportunity for people to get it? Or is it really, in your opinion, really has exploded like that? The pandemic has had a profound effect uh, on um, isolating people, on over-reliance on, on social media, and uh, while that allows people to stay connected, it also separates people from, from being in one another's presence directly. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just been a challenge. If you ask any school administrator uh, or school teacher what behavior um, looks like now compared to uh, pre-pandemic, uh, they would all say that, uh, well, I would say, Statistics would say 80% of them would say that behavior uh, issues have increased since the pandemic. So um, it's, it's pr- profound, profound and pervasive. Do you find resistance? So say someone gets screened and then you offer some sort of you know, menu of options. Because of stigma or whatever, is there resistance to get help? Uh, not necessarily, no. Uh, I think people are just appreciative that there is this screening service that's available, and they have the opportunity to see someone walk them through the steps to getting the care that they need. Okay. And the other, the other thing I want to talk, I'm sure you haven't had a chance to read it, but, you know, as we look at gaps in the system, like, for instance, like, why wouldn't you screen somebody and then give them direct you know, actionable options to go next. What about this uh, this issue of uh, kids end up in the emergency room and then don't have access to that next option and then they get, quote-unquote, stuck and then there's nowhere for them to go? Well, I think what this program is, is going to have an effect on is preventing kids from getting to the point where it reaches a crisis, right? So we already know that there are kids that are carrying a mental health illness or who've been exposed to trauma that aren't receiving care. So the idea is to get them to care earlier, costing the system less and preventing kids that level of crisis and suffering. Right. All right, doctor, we appreciate the time again. It's ctfsa.org 
And again, anyone, any of your kids or grandkids or nephew, nieces, you think would benefit from a screening, uh, you can go through the process there or call 800-505-9000. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Brian, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to Robert Murrow, PhD, President and CEO of the Connecticut Council of Family Service Agencies. You know, I just, I find that sometimes young people don't want to get screened and they don't want to get help. You know, and that that's the thing you need to get over is just to push through it. I mean, listen, who doesn't have some mental health challenges? We all do. You know, I mean, it's, it's what you sort of learn when you're an adult. It's like no one's <laughs> no one's protected from that. It's all it's part of life. And, and, and that's what it is. And it's not just the access to help, but it's the willingness to get help.